Hey everybody, it's Shaman Sister Sin, and you're listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by BetterHelp.com and LittleShaman.org. That's me, Little Shaman. Today I want to talk to you about something many people deal with in narcissistic relationships, and that is a phenomenon that is often called word salad. In clinical applications, the term word salad is often used to describe the way people speak who are suffering from schizophrenia or after they have a stroke. It's involuntary and usually involves stringing words together that don't make sense or using words as if they are related or as if they are synonyms when they're not. You can see many examples of this kind of word salad on YouTube. When people talk about word salad when they're referencing narcissists, they're usually talking about a collection of tactics designed to frustrate and destroy meaningful communication. It's similar in that it usually involves contradictions and nonsensical phrasing or behaving as though things are related when they're not. However, it's not involuntary and unconscious the way it is for people who have suffered a stroke or who are dealing with schizophrenia. It appears to be an intentional attempt to derail the conversation so that they don't have to hear what you're going to say. This doesn't mean, of course, that there's any intelligent master manipulative plan behind it. Maybe they don't even realize how it works, but it's definitely intentional. As you've heard me say many times, narcissists are fragile people. They are perpetually terrified of the truth about themselves and will go to great lengths not to have to hear it. If they believe you're going to say something that's going to be hurtful, which they often believe that, they will do anything to avoid that and to keep themselves in a power position in the situation so that they don't have to feel hurt or vulnerable. That can look like repeatedly interrupting and talking over you, refusing to listen or to respond to what was actually said, trying to tell you what you're, quote, really saying or what you, quote, really mean, responding to arguments that you haven't made or things that you haven't even said, assigning motives to you or your actions, attempting to, quote, interpret your body language, tone, or choice of words, continuously trying to change the subject or move the goalpost, using variations of, I know you are, but what am I? using variations of whataboutism, which is where you say they did something or you call their attention and they say, oh yeah, well, what about you? You did this. Becoming violent or hysterical, refusing to speak or walking away, stonewalling you, accusing you of starting a fight or picking on them, accusing you of being abusive, of being cruel, or of never being satisfied with them, that they're never good enough shaming you for your feelings, your needs, or your concerns, saying you are confusing them or that they don't understand, and of course, gaslighting, projection, blame shifting, shame dumping. The use of these tactics is very confusing for people who are just trying to have a conversation about something that's bothering them. They are unaware of the intense shame that narcissistic personalities operate under and don't realize that even the tiniest hint of a thought of criticism sends these personalities into a shame-induced tailspin that can be disastrous for them if they can't get out of it. So they project, they blame, they gaslight, they refuse to listen, they interrupt, they walk away. They do whatever they can do to stop the conversation from happening. 
the fact that the conversation may not actually have gone horribly if they didn't act out based on their irrational fears in the first place does not seem to ever occur to them. They don't seem to ever realize they are creating the things that they are supposedly so afraid of. And of course, sometimes they want conflict. They have no way to process or hold negative emotions. They have to simply vent them. Creating conflict is a good way to do that. This is especially helpful for them because narcissistic personalities take no ownership over their own emotions. If they feel bad, someone must have done something to make them feel bad. Someone must have caused these feelings. So they look around for who or what that must have been and they can usually find it. That's how we get to the constant insistence that they did not cause the problem. You did. That's how we get the endlessly frustrating assertion that they're just defending themselves and you're standing there saying, against what? You're defending yourself against what? Part of the reason word salad occurs too is because narcissistic people are often not listening to you or any of your points. You have clearly seen this if you've ever asked them what they think your point is or to repeat anything you said in the last five minutes. They have no idea. It's as if they were listening to somebody else talk, someone who was saying completely different things than you were, most likely their own thoughts about what you were saying. So they respond to that, and it makes no sense. This is sometimes where people get the impression that narcissists have a script that they're following. They seem to be reciting lines that don't fit in with what's happening. Many narcissists also seem sometimes to have only heard the last few words you said. So if you say, if I didn't care about you, I wouldn't be here. I would have left years ago. They hear, I should have left years ago. And that's all. Then they respond to that, getting your entire point totally wrong and launching into a brand new diatribe about that or walking away or raging. It's pointless to even bother arguing with any of this. They're not listening. Nothing you are saying is landing or being understood at all. You might as well not be talking. Another feature of word salad is the contradiction. Narcissistic people are like children in many ways, and in an argument, many of them are often simply just trying to say that you're wrong about everything, no matter what. Many times, in trying to relentlessly contradict you, they contradict themselves without being aware of it. This seems to be because they have no real point other than just that you're wrong, and they have to refute everything that you say. So if you're having an argument and they're saying that you don't help with anything and all you ever do is sit around, you might counter that by saying how much you work, only to be told that all you ever do is work and you ignore them. You're left completely unable to understand their point because they don't have one. This seems to be just a knee-jerk contradiction without even thinking about what they're saying and it can end up making them sound really ridiculous and even crazy. Even if they don't continually contradict you, many narcissists will use the last few words you said to continually try to change the subject to something else. This is how these conversations can get dragged so far off point. So you say, stick to the topic. I'm tired of you dragging the conversation down all these blind alleys. And they say, you mean like when you made me wait in that alley for an hour when you were at work? Or says the person who keeps changing the subject so we never talk about them. This kind of thing just destroys communication completely because you can't get anywhere at all. You can't even get a response to anything you actually said. It's just nonstop chaos that goes nowhere. Something that happens too that people might be unaware of is that pathological narcissists are mimics. Many of them simply repeat things that they've heard or that they've read other people say. To that end, they may routinely use phrases and words that they don't really understand. This results in nonsensical conversations or things being said that make no sense in the context of the discussion. 
For example, they may use a cliche phrase incorrectly, misuse a common metaphor, or use a word that doesn't mean what they think it means. Interestingly, this does not seem to respond to correction, and they may continue to do it even after they've been told multiple times that they're saying something wrong or that they're using a word wrong. This is probably because, again, they're not really listening. In the end, there's no way to deal with this in any successful way. It is designed to destroy communication completely. Their goal is to stop the conversation from going anywhere, and these tactics work very well. You can't force someone to behave like an adult. You can't force someone to learn how to do something they don't want to do and have no real ability to learn anyway. There is no magic phrase or key word that can make them stop doing this or that will magically pierce through the defensiveness and the BS so that they will listen to you. It is what it is. Narcissists live in a fantasy world because they are legitimately and deeply traumatized by truth and reality. You are speaking truth and reality. That's like handing a tarantula to a person with arachnophobia. It's never going to be what you're hoping it will. The best thing you can do is learn to spot these things so you can stop wasting your time and stop frustrating yourself by engaging in meaningless chaos for no reason. I hope that clears a few things up for you. As always, I look forward to your comments, questions, and suggestions, so please keep those coming. I take appointments online, over the phone, via text, via messenger, via email, and through Skype worldwide. So if you're interested in speaking with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. I teach workshops, clinics, and seminars throughout the year. So if you're interested in seeing what we're running this month, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. We have a support group that meets multiple times monthly, two times a week, and includes a spot in all monthly workshops. So if you're interested in joining that or seeing what it's all about, you can do that on littleshaman.org as well. You've been listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by BetterHelp.com and LittleShaman.org. That's me, the Little Shaman. May the Great Spirit bless you. Have a beautiful day.